Hey guys, welcome back to an all new episode of the Tech Series Podcast here on Anchor. I'm so glad you could come back and join me for an all new episode. I hope you guys are all doing safe out there. It is still a terrible time to be living, but hopefully you're getting by watching some of the TV, movies, playing some video games, just hanging out with your family if you're stuck at home with your family, or keeping in contact with them by just, you know, calling, texting, just seeing how they're doing, making sure you brighten up their day. Uh, me, I'm doing safe here in uh, Houston, Texas, and um, as always, I am your host, Nathan Aradondo. Uh Yeah, it's just been another week. A uh, whole bunch of news did drop this week, um, so I think since my podcast is so short, I mean, not super short, but about 30 minutes long, what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to stick to about three stories to talk about for each episode. That way, I'm kind of not not shortchanging anything by, uh, you know, trying to get through something real fast and go on a long gated rant or discussion about uh, other topics. But, you know, it's... It's it's a new format I'm trying out here, so I do have a few topics that I'm going to talk about today, but first things first, as always, if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, give me a rating or review or just share it, let people know about the podcast, and if you're listening on Anchor, thank you, continue, please continue to help support the show, and also you can find audio versions of this uh, podcast on my YouTube channel, just sh- search my name, Nathan Arredondo, or search Text Heroes Podcast and you'll find it, and that way if you don't have a way to listen to it on Anchor or Spotify or even Apple, or you kind of want to listen to it at work, but you don't want to pull your phone out, just Look it up on YouTube. I have all the latest episodes up on YouTube. And while you're there, go ahead and subscribe to the channel. That way you can get alerted when new episodes drop on YouTube. Uh, you know, it's it's been uh, it's been weird. It's been weird. I will say that uh, you just you can't really understand how this thing is going until like you've. We've, it's been like, it's been two months since everything's gone down. Um, and we really don't, it really doesn't hit you until about a month in, I would assume. I mean, I'm pretty sure more people, uh, it hit more people way before then. But for me, it was, it was different. It, it really didn't hit me until about a month about everything that was going on in this world. And, you know, I'm... I'm just thankful that I'm here safe at home with my family and I'm hoping that you guys are all in the same boat, safe at home with your families, uh, just trying to get by. Hopefully you're maybe still working or finding a way to do some kind of work or you're working from home and just continuing to get, uh, some kind of income into your household. And, you know, I'm just hoping for, I'm hoping for the best for all of you guys out there and, you know, we are going to get through this. Um, like the tagline from the 2017 Power Rangers film, Together We Are More, it's definite. And, you know, it's pretty much true. We are all in this together. And I'm not going to make another high school musical reference, but it's true. And, you know, we'll get through this together. We'll learn about it. Heck, our generations from now, kids are going to be learning about this in the textbooks. And, it's a it's a big uh, eye opener, and it's a teaching us a really valuable lesson that you know things can 
things in we don't live in a utopia things uh things happen and we will we tend to take life for granted and i think this uh, whole covid-19 situation has um really put us in that bind and you know i just hope that when we come out of this that we won't be stuck in the same boat that we were and hopefully we kind of leave this whole pandemic situation uh don't forget about it learn from it and you know get through it because i think when it's time times like this is when we really see people's uh true emotions and stuff come out you know it it's hard and it's something that you know i kind of wish we could go back in time to around 1918 when the flu pandemic hit and just you know talk with the people from back then because i know a lot of people from that generation aren't around anymore so it can imagine it was probably 10 times worse than what it is now i mean you don't have the constant news outlets reporting on it you don't have the internet or social media to kind of garner the attention of it and it's just a way for us to you know see what it was like for them you know you don't know if it, how scary life is going to be when you're not getting the information right away i mean if you had radios you're probably getting updates on the radio probably most people's uh, sense of information was through the newspaper and uh who knows what else could have possibly been a really good source of information from them and then i mean yeah i know now it's like you think about it you kind of wish you would go back then because it's like watching the news every day is kind of scary and you don't know what the information out there is going to be and you don't know whether it's going to be good news bad news or anything in between so it's it's a scary time out there guys and you know we will get through this and i'm hoping i'm really hoping that it's uh sooner than rather than later um i know that we are we're in a we're in a tiring uh trying times right now and hopefully things will start to get better for us and hopefully they'll get better real soon Sorry about that. I had to take a drink of water there. But anyways, let's kind of let's get off that topic. Um I know I kind of brought down the mood for the beginning of the episode. I'd rather do that than do it at the end of the episode, but you know, it is what it is. So there are so a couple of news items that I wanted to talk about this week. So the first one on off the top is that it was an uh let's see, it was reported today that the new mutants uh the movie that has been in, I guess, cinema limbo for the past three years uh, is has just got a new release date. It seems that Disney is really adamant about making sure this movie gets released. And so the original release date for The New Mutants was back in April 13th of 2018. But as we all know, it got rescheduled because I think reshoots. So they had pushed it back to February of 2019. They didn't meet that mark and they got pushed back to August 2nd of 2019. And since then it was that even didn't even make its release date. And 
this was also because uh, I think the whole Fox Disney merger was starting to go down. So we really didn't understand what was going to happen. Would this movie ever be released? Would it just be released to VOD? Or what is it going to just go to straight to Blu-ray or whatever, or was it ever going to be released to begin with? So, uh, finally, I believe once the Fox Disney merger was finalized, um, Disney was adamant saying, yeah, this movie will be released. It will be released, uh, out in theaters and we're not going to go straight to VOD, but it's, so it seems like now that they've pushed it back all the way to April 3rd of 2020, which was the last release date. And now, it got put off because of the whole COVID-19 situation. So people were speculating uh, the whole VOD situation. And then plus Disney Plus had just been released. So they were saying, well, why not release on Disney Plus, Hulu, um, or direct VOD broadcasting? That seemed like the most logical situation for the New Mutants. But it seems like Disney is still on it's high horse saying that they really want to release this on out in theaters. Uh, and they've given a new release date of August 28, 2020. So this begs the question with the new release date, does this mean the new mutants will be able to see in theaters? Is it going to get pushed back again? I think the biggest question is, will theaters be reopened? Uh, as you know, right now, a lot of states are still on kind of a lockdown mode or shutdown. And a few states are starting to ease out of their lockdowns or shutdowns. And, of course, if you heard anything about Texas, where I'm from, uh, we've started to ease up on our lockdowns. And I believe uh, the governor, Governor Abbott, also had said that Theaters will be able to reopen, but of course, a lot of theater chains are like, uh, no, we're not going to do that. But, you know, they can reopen if they need to. And I know that it's it's a difficult decision for, it's a tough decision for Disney to stay with this. But, you know, if this doesn't go through, um, I see no reason why they don't just release it on Disney Plus. It would make most sense. They'll it'll be easier for people to see. And most people's a lot of people I know of who were saying that they were interested in the movie. And then there are also a lot of people who are saying that, you know, let's just uh I'm just gonna wait till it comes out on BOD or digital and I'll watch it, rent it, make up my mind then. If you release it on Disney Plus, which has seen a very huge spike in numbers since this whole bit pandemic happened you'll get a ton of eyes on this movie and you'll get a better reaction and stuff like that but i think disney still wants to make that disney money so we'll see guys i mean i don't know it's it's a tricky situation with the new mutants you don't really uh i remember seeing that first trailer and it looked interesting to me and it was like a very different take on the x-men series and from what i've heard uh, before the whole Disney Fox thing or before Dark Phoenix or anything that the mutant, the new mutants was supposed to like kind of weave into the current 
or the last X-Men franchise that was out there, they were trying, they were going to weave in. I think there was even supposed to be, there was rumors or something out there saying that James McAvoy, who plays Professor X in the recent Fox movies was supposed to make a cameo appearance or was supposed to be in, in some capacity inside this movie. But of course that kind of got nixed. And then of course the whole Disney Fox merger now that New Mutants is most likely the last well Dark Phoenix was the last official X-Men film from Fox but New Mutants still being out there makes that the last official Fox X-Men movie and then we'll get you know whatever we get out of the MCU I think I don't know I'm gonna put this out there and whether you agree with me or not it's could this be a way for Disney saying this could be our pilot, our kind of backdoor pilot to getting the X-Men films into the MCU? Could this be our test pilot for to make this type of X-Men movies as our MCU films? Could this be the testing ground, you know, because we know that they're we know Kevin Feige is working on the X-Men films. We know he's got an idea of what he wants to do with it. We just don't know what that is yet. And, you know, hopefully we kind of get that idea of it. Um, but it's tough to find out what that is going to be. And, you know, I'm just putting it out there. What if this is a backdoor pilot for what we could see in the MCU for X-Men. What Maybe they'll take away some ideas. Maybe they'll take the characters and say, hey, guess what? You're going to be in the MCU now. You're going to be our new class of mutants. We're going to recast our Professor X and our Cyclops and Jean Grey. And they're going to be... What if, or, I'm just thinking, what if they turn this in, the new MCU X-Men into X-Men Evolution? where the new mutants that are in this film are kids who go to the academy, uh, Xavier School, and you have Professor X, Jean Grey, Cyclops, Storm. They're all adults in about 30s, late 20s, established as you know the who they are, and they're teaching these kids, the new mutants, and training them to be the next generation of X-Men or to be part of their team. I could see them trying, I could see them planning that and saying, this will be the new team, but they'll be need, need, they'll need training from the OG team. Um, what I'm really hoping that we get out of this anyways, is we'll get that orchestral version of the X-Men, the animated series theme, which, you know, they, they're most likely going to do because if you've seen the Spider-Man films, uh, Michael Giacchino did the score. He did a rendition of the 1960s Spider-Man theme, and it was really amazing. So, yeah. So I'm just I'm curious about this whole new mutant thing, guys. It's a new new release date. Will it come out in theaters? Will theaters even be open when this thing comes out? And uh, so, yeah. Um, what do you think? If you're listening to on YouTube, leave a comment down below in the comment section. Tell me what you think. Uh, you think we'll see new mutants? released in theaters do you think well it'll just go straight to VOD, disney plus hulu wherever um and is it going to be a a good show or not a good show but a good movie and 
I don't know. I do not know, guys. So yeah, that's 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 a really big question mark. Is just don't know about this movie New Mutants. <sighs> what a what a tr- what a twist, right? So yeah, so before I get on to the next two things, um, it's mainly one thing, but you know, it was two different stories, and I'm gonna talk about both, but. I'm going to talk about both uh, once I get back, uh, and we're going to take a quick break right here for a little add-on to where you can listen to the Tech Series podcast. So just stick around, guys. Sit tight. Go take a bathroom break and come back and enjoy the second half of the Tech Series podcast here on Anchor, and I'll see you guys in a little bit. I'll be right back. Hey guys, the Texas Series Podcast is now easier to find. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio Public, and everywhere you get your podcasts. Or you can also continue to listen to the Texas Series Podcast on the Anchor app. Just search Texas Series Podcast. Also, be sure to like and subscribe and rate the show. It helps me get out there to more people so more people can listen to this podcast and be involved in our community. Thanks again, guys. And remember, you can find the Tech Series Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, welcome back. So after all that New Mutant stuff, well, actually before all that, we did get some new stuff coming out of the Mandalorian season two. So if you didn't know, uh, so the Mandalorian season two was already, had already wrapped up finishing before a lot of the TV shows and movies had to shut down production, uh, with their, uh, uh, current filming. But fortunately, um, Mandalorian had just finished wrapping right before all this happened. So in recent couple recent weeks, uh, or actually in the previous week, we've been starting to get a lot of news coming out of Mandalorian. Of course you had, um, that, uh, the new Disney plus, uh, docuseries, the gallery come out, which was focusing on the first season of the Mandalorian. And, you know, questions had been arisen with the Mandalorian even, was this whole pandemic going to affect the second season of Mandalorian? They have come out and said, no, the Mandalorian is not going to be f- affected by this. It's going to come out when it comes out. Uh, it's scheduled to come out in October. But, you know, I wouldn't put it past them to release it earlier, you know, just in case. Like, I would, I feel like they said October is when they're going to release it. But I feel like um, if they have to, they might release it earlier, you know, just depending on how this world is going right now. And, you know, a lot of things have been doing that. Like, if you're a sports fan, you know that the docu series, The Last Dance, focusing on the uh, final championship of Michael Jordan and the Bulls. And it was supposed to come out in June. It's a 10-part, it's a 10-episode series. And they decided to release it earlier because of what is happening. So I wouldn't push it past, and plus Disney owns ESPN. And it's, plus it was, the docuseries was in um, partnership with Netflix. So I wouldn't push it, put it past them to kind of release The Mandalorian earlier if they need to, if they feel the need, if they feel like it is a necessity for people to kind of lift their spirits up. But so we've been getting a lot of news and rumors coming out of the Mandalorian. And the first one was a uh, kind of a big one and it 
kind of makes sense. Uh, but well, look, before I get to that one, let me tell you the first news that came out a while back was that we would be getting a live action version of Ahsoka Tano in the second season of The Mandalorian. Uh, and she would be played by Rosario Dawson. Now, of course, it has not been confirmed yet by Disney or anybody or Lucasfilm working on the um, on the TV show. But that was the big news headline that came out of it is that we would be getting a live action version of Ahsoka Tano. Uh, so people were guessing like, which is it's going to be affiliated with Baby Yoda? Or, you know, how is she going to fit in this whole second season? Now, it's also been reported that she, her, and Sabine Wren, if you don't know who Sabine Wren is, Sabine Wren was um, one of the main characters in the Star Wars animated show, Star Wars Rebels. Uh, she was a Mandalorian, and she played a really big role in that show. And at the, sorry for spoiling it, but... This is how it connects. So if if you don't care or if you don't want to know, uh, kind of click away for a couple of minutes and then come back. But uh, at the end of the series, uh, she and Ahsoka go off because they go they're going off in search of a certain person that um, disappeared in the show. So the other thing is that they're saying that Sabine Wren will show up with Ahsoka in this show. Who's gonna play Sabine Wren? They don't know. I heard from uh, Christian Harloff on SEN or the Schmodown Entertainment Network that the possible rumor is uh, Saucer ba uh, WWE superstar Saucer Banks would be playing Sabine. Um, it would make sense she, from what he said because they're about the same age at the time that the show, about the time that the show would have ended. Because I would say Sabine was about, I would say she was a teenager during Rebels, and then when the show ends, it ends just after the Battle of Endor and I would assume the Battle of Jakku. So that would put her probably in her mid-20s. So, so yeah, those two were now rumored to be in the show. And, you know, of course, Star Wars fans are really hype and happy about this. Uh, asking a lot of questions like who's going to, who else is going to be in the show? Who else is going to show up? Well, last week it was reported that Tamar Morrison would be appearing in the Mandalorian as Boba Fett. And that broke the internet for a while, especially for Star Wars fans. Um, if you're asking yourself, well, who is this and why is he playing Boba Fett? Didn't Boba Fett die in the Sarlacc pit and return of the Jedi? Well, I'm not a huge I'm a Star Wars fan guys uh, but I'm not like deep into the mythic lore of Star Wars but so I've heard this many times uh, apparently so after Boba Fett met his untimely doom in Return of the Jedi there was a Legends novel that came out years later called I think Stories from Jabba's Palace and it tells how Boba Fett got out of the Sarlacc pit I'm sure they're going to, and if you noticed that recently they've been implementing a lot of Legends stories into Star Wars. So we're, we just got to see how that is going to play out. Uh, but another question is, people are probably asking is like, why is this guy going to play Boba Fett? 
Well, if you don't know who he is or you don't remember or you want a refresher, he plays Django Fett in Attack of the Clones. Now, another history lesson for you guys. Um, Shortening off my Star Wars knowledge here. Uh, in Attack of the Clones, Morrison played Django Fett. He was the Mandalorian or excommunicated Mandalorian who gave up his uh, DNA to the Kaminoans to use his DNA to create the clone army. That's why all the clones, if you rewatch Attack of the Clones, all the clones look like him because his DNA was used to create them. Now, as part of his payment for the use of his DNA, he said that he would wanted a clone for himself. However, he wanted this clone to not have accelerated aging like the rest of the clones. And that way he could raise the clone as his own son. And of course, that son ended up being Boba Fett. So that's, and of course, he was played by a different actor because he was a kid in the show or in the movie. And then if you remember, he, if you rewatch the, Empire, Stri Empire Strikes Back, you'll notice that Morrison re um, redid the lines of Boba Fett in the movie because, well, of course, it would make sense now because Boba Fett is a clone of Jango Fett and that he would sound exactly like him as he got older. So that's why I believe George Lucas got him to do the ADR and do the voiceover. But... That's not all. It's also rumored that he could also be possibly playing Captain Rex. Captain Rex, huge character in Star Wars The Clone Wars, which I talked about about season 7 finale last week. So, he could be playing two characters in the show. So, it's this is this is getting really interesting and I'm really pumped for season 2 of The Mandalorian. Um I was really pumped about season one. I watched it, loved season one, whole Baby Yoda thing. Uh, the ending of season one was left you very good cliffhanger. But this is um, this is like start. I I think because like we don't, it's the rumor mills and the news stories are starting to ramp up because we don't have any conventions that are going to happen this year where they can do a lot of reveals or tell us stuff. So. This is this is starting to ramp up, and to think that wasn't it. Um, and you got to remember, none of this stuff has been confirmed at all by Disney or Lucasfilm. Um, and uh, and when people see that they're either it's saying that they're well, let me rephrase that, guys. If you see these articles and it says that they were cast, and in the, well, that's technically wrong. Because nobody's been cast, the, se uh, the season filming of the season has already wrapped, so nobody's been cast. So you want to see articles that say set to appear or or is going to appear or stuff like that. But just keep that in mind. Everybody who they're talking about now has already been cast in the show. They've probably already filmed. They just weren't never announced and. Now a lot of these uh, outlets and stuff are starting to get from their sources and hearing who's going to be in this new sh season of The Mandalorian. Also, a big thing that people thought, uh, possibly thought that J uh, Bebo Fett lived was, I believe, 
it was the episode the gunslinger which is the episode where he has to land on Tatooine to do some repairs after he's attacked by another bounty hunter trying to get after him and get baby Yoda um at the end of the episode we see Ming-Na Wen's character of uh Finnick and she's laying on the ground and you see a mysterious figure walking up to her and you hear spurs now I never noticed this when I watched Empire Strikes Back and I think I'll pay attention to it now when I see these films, but apparently Boba Fett walking and having spur sounds while he was walking was a big indicator that, that was him. So a lot of people think that was Boba Fett who appeared at the end standing over Phoenix's body. So that was the Boba Fett slash Rex news. Now the other and more news about the Mandalorian came out this week. This one, of course, is rumored. There's nothing to be confirmed. And Christian Harloff over on SEN, Smodown Entertainment Network, uh, which is a very good um, channel. You guys should go check it out. They put out good content. He is good friends with Katie Sackhoff. Uh, he even texted her, and she said no comment or nothing to report. So nothing has been confirmed. It, it is. She can't talk about it. But Katie Sackhoff, who voices Bo-Katan, Kreese in uh, The Clone Wars, uh, she is set to play her in live action form, which makes all the sense in the world. And I, I have heard of Katie Sackhoff. I can't remember ever watching stuff she was in when I was younger, but she has appeared as uh, Amulet Black in CW's The Flash, and I really enjoy seeing her on The Flash. So hearing this news, and she does, and she plays. Bo-Katan, great. Uh, she voiced her in the Clone Wars. She was in. She voiced her again in this recent last season. Uh, she reprised her role for Rebels. So I'm really excited. Um, this it's it's like they're kind of like it makes sense for Bo-Katan to reappear because maybe the I feel like the end game or where the Mandalorian is going to end is on them rebuilding Mandalore. And it only makes sense that she would reappear. And the whole thing with Ahsoka and Sabine, and I, there's nothing to confirm this, but the whole thing with them is that the rumor is that this could be them doing kind of like a backdoor pilot for a Rebel sequel, whether it's live action or animated. So... We just don't know yet, and but all this Star Wars news is exciting, and I hope you guys are just as excited as I am about all this. Um, we, it's a good time to be a Star Wars fan. I mean, it's Star Wars has been in such a divisive, um, um, been in such turmoil the past couple of years with the you know the last Jedi then the rise of Skywalker people are divided on the films um you know and it's good that we have stuff for Star Wars on TV stuff that is reuniting people the fandom and you know just getting people excited to watch Star Wars again um you know I, there's a lot of people out there saying it's it's scary that they're getting more excited for stuff on TV than rather a movie um but I'm on the other side, you know, I'm, I'm a fan, I love television, but I love Star Wars on the, on seeing Star Wars in the theater so much more, 
Um, I'm a huge fan of going to the theater scene. It's nothing like experiencing these things in the theater and getting to see how much like it's the experience. And I'm, I love the watching it on TV, the stories they tell, but just getting to see this stuff on the big screen is such a, such a big enjoyment for me as not only as a fan, but just a, just a movie fan in general. And, you know, I'm hoping that we will get some Star Wars movies back in the theater in the near future. I don't, I hope it's not like 10 years from now. I hope it's like they take a couple years off, re readjust the whole situation, go into something else. I'll be honest. I want to see a film about Jedis. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I enjoy the Star Wars films, but I'm a massive fan of the Jedis. And, they, they're so much like samurais and you know it's to go do six film i mean the only time we saw an abundance of jedis was in the prequels and then in the sequels like you only you kind of stick to the, what you did in the original trilogy and you only have one or two jedis still around you know it made it made more sense that luke would have had an academy going had a new jedi temple had a ton of jedi and you know, maybe he went off into self-exile, but the Jedi still stayed because they were now the peacekeepers of the New Republic. So, who knows? But this whole, all this Star Wars stuff, the news that's coming out is really, really exciting. And I hope you guys are getting excited just as much as I am about it. But, yeah, so if, if you're listening on YouTube, tell me what you think. Are you excited for this news of Star Wars coming out? Are you excited for Tamar Morrison coming to play Boba Fett and possibly Rex? What do you think of the Katie Sackhoff news that she'll be back as Bo Katan in real life or live action? Uh, just let me know what you think. And, you know, it's going to be a crazy, uh, crazy. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be, I'm very excited. And October can't get here soon enough, guys, because I'm ready to watch. I hope they drop a trailer. I really do. I hope they drop a trailer here in the next couple of weeks or in the, and you know, to wet our teeth and get us uh, uh, jumping and excited for more star Wars. Um, and especially for the more the Mandalorian, but other than that, guys, that's going to do it for me today. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, I hope you are just having, just smiling and having a good time. Just, you know, sitting back, relaxing, uh, listening to this podcast, getting along with others, you know, enjoying the f of fandom of pop culture and geekdom. So, yeah, thanks again, guys, for listening. As always, you can listen to the Texters podcast here on Anchor, or you can listen on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Also, please, please, please visit my YouTube page. Just search Texters podcast. You'll find the page. Become a subscriber. I drop the episodes on there whenever I get a chance to upload them there. They will be there. It's a secondary source in case you can't listen to the podcast on your phone or wherever. Also, just like I said, guys, be safe out there. Give that, give that family member you haven't talked to in a while, phone call, text. Let them know that you're thinking of them and hoping that they're doing fine. And as always, guys, be safe. Have a good weekend. I'll talk to you guys next time on a brand new episode of the Tech Series Podcast. I am Nathan Arredondo. I hope you all have a great weekend and a great week. And remember, anybody can be a hero. 
stay, stay safe, guys. I'll see you next week.